You are listening to episode number 11 of the Purpose King podcast with Kyle Dindy, speaker and author of the Purpose Playbook, which you can get at shopkyledindy.com. I'm excited about this episode because we've been away for a while. I ran some of these test episodes over the summer. I really liked how it went, and I'm excited to bring these back. So without any further ado, we're going to get started in three, two, one. It says in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter number seven, verse number eight, something that's very interesting. And the reason that it's interesting is because it's so contrary to the way that most of us, we look at everything around us. It's contrary to the way that we look at our goals. It's contrary to the way that we look at our relationships. It's contrary um, to the way that we look at our life in general. What it says in Ecclesiastes 7.8, it says this, it says the end of a thing is better than the beginning. It says that the end of a thing is, is better than the beginning, but that doesn't make sense to most of us because we think the beginning of a thing is better than the end. We don't like when things end in our life. We don't like when relationships end in our life. We don't like when things end in our life. But Ecclesiastes says this. It says the end of a thing is better than the beginning. You see, in our society, we have a fascination with talking about beginnings and ends. Maybe it's the new year and you have your New Year's resolutions and we talk about beginnings and we talk about goals and results. We talk about a before and after. And listen, there's so many so many conferences you can go to and books that you can read and, and there's videos you can watch about how to start things and how to finish things. But oftentimes we don't talk about what's in between that. There's books you can read about how to start things and finish things, but somewhere along the line of starting and finishing before and after goals and results, purpose, calling, and destiny, somewhere between beginning and end is this thing called the middle that oftentimes we don't talk about. And oftentimes it's a place where a lot of people, they quit. Because they don't understand that just because you know what you're called to do, just because you know what you want to do, doesn't mean it's going to happen yet. But there's, there's this long kind of dark place, this, this confusing place called the middle that oftentimes people quit. And the reason I want to focus on this today is because the middle is not just a time where you shouldn't quit. It's a time where you should press in because what you do during the middle determines, watch, what you get to do during the end. I said, what you do during the middle determines what you get to do during the end. How you wait during the middle determines what you get to do in the end. What you do during the process determines what you get to do during the end, during the middle season of your life, that that time period in the journey where where it's kind of confusing, you're not quite getting the results or the opportunities you think you should get. During the middle, you literally have the opportunity to decide how high you will one day go by how deep you are willing to go right now. But that looks like a lack of progress to a lot of people to go lower if you're trying to go higher, and so they quit because they think they're progressing in the wrong direction. That's not it at all, and I'm sorry that we have so many gurus that are trying to tell you that you can just skip the middle and get to the end, and even if that was the case, even if that did work out for you, I promise you that would end up being detrimental for your journey. Why? Because you would get to places that your character couldn't keep you. You would get to platforms that your disciplines and your habits couldn't hold you. You would get to places and fall from places. And the only thing worse than not being able to get somewhere is getting there and falling. You have the ability to to determine how high you will one day go by how deep you're willing to go right now. What you do during the middle, I promise you this, it matters. You see, it's easy to be excited about something at the beginning, right? It's easy to be excited about something when you see the finish line. But, but what I need is some faith for the middle. You see, it's easy to have faith at the beginning and it's easy to have faith at the end. But how on earth, how, God, do I get faith for the middle? How do I get faith for the middle when I'm answering or asking rather this question? And this is the title of this message when you're asking, are we there yet? I'm excited at the beginning. I'm excited at the end. I have faith in the beginning and faith in the end. But why do I not have faith for the middle? I'm going to tell you why. This is why. 
Because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Get this. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But a lot of times the reason that we don't have faith for the middle is because every time we open up our little Bibles, listen, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Every time most of us open up the word of God, we only go in the Bible to the times when God is working in somebody's life at the beginning or at the end. We love reading in the Bible about God starting the world, which is awesome. We love reading in the Bible about David being anointed king or David slaying Goliath, which is awesome. We love uh, reading in the Bible about Moses being called from a burning bush. Something starts, it's awesome. And and David slays Goliath in the end, it's awesome. But but what I really want to know is not just about David Boy Wonder who who slayed giants. What I want to know about, what I hope you would want to know about, and the reason uh, that we don't have faith for the middle is because we never read about these times often, is not David Boy Wonder, but David in, in the wilderness as a shepherd boy, just watching over his flocks when he slayed a lion and he slayed a bear, in which case if he died, nobody on earth would know who he was. Listen, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you want faith for the middle of the times in your life when you're in the journey and the process when it hasn't quite happened yet, you need to read in the Bible about times when God is working in someone's life in the middle. I love reading about Jesus walking on water, Jesus opening blind eyes, Jesus doing miracles, this, that, and the other. But I want to know about Jesus. I want to be a fly on the wall in a conversation with Jesus when he was a little boy and his parents couldn't find him because he was in the temple learning, studying, having conversations, listening. That's what I want to be a fly in the wall on a conversation about Jesus in the middle. Jesus did a lot in his three-year ministry, but there were 30 years before that called the middle when nobody knew on a grand scale who this guy was. If you want to get faith for the middle, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you want faith for the middle, you need to open up your Bible and read the journey of people's lives and the process when things weren't quite happening fast because oftentimes we see the big spectacles and a verse of scripture, but so much happened in between. If you want faith for the middle, you have to go to the word of God and read about times in the life in the life of people when they had to have faith for the middle. I want to give you three reasons today um, as we bring back this podcast, three reasons for you to have faith for the middle. Number one is this. The middle is about becoming the person capable of doing the things that you're called to do. The middle is about becoming the person capable of doing the things that you're called to do. You see, you're not strong enough to carry the weight of your calling yet. I said, you're not, call, you're, not, you're not strong enough to carry, to carry the weight of your calling yet. The middle is about the disciplines that you're developing, the habits that you're developing, the character that you're developing, so you don't get somewhere that your character can't sustain you. And like you see in the lives of so many people, they get to a platform too early, too fast, and so they fall. Can God even trust you with the success that you're praying for? I have a friend named CJ, and I was at a conference listening to him speak, and he was talking about goals. And he was talking about how a lot of people, they say this, they say, my goal is to have this big house. My goal is to have this fancy car. My goal is to make a million dollars. And what CJ said, he said this, and it's so fascinating, so true. He said, the problem with these people and the reason we'll never get those things is because those aren't goals. When you say, I want to make a million dollars, that's not a goal, right? That's a result. What you ought to say is my goal is to become the person, the type of person that is capable of making a million dollars, And when you do that and you develop the habits and when you do that and you become the person capable of doing it, you can do it many times over. But the reason so many people are setting the same stupid New Year's resolutions every single year 
is because the same habits they don't have, the same disciplines they don't have, the same character they don't have is the same thing keeping them away from the goal that they have. Those aren't goals, I promise you. Those are rewards. So I want you to think about the things in your life that you're saying you're praying for, the things in your life that you're saying you want so desperately, the things you're saying, God, if you would just give me this thing, are you prepared for it? Are you the person capable of the thing that you're praying about? Because a lot of us are praying for things that we don't even have the ability to manage. You're praying for a million dollars, but you can't even manage 10,000. How is God going to trust you with more if you can't be trusted with less? He that's faithful in a few things will be trusted with many. The middle is about becoming the person capable of doing what you were called to do in the end. In life, during the middle seasons, you're going to go through some hard times as well, some difficult, challenging times as well. What that's doing to your faith, what that's doing to your character, to your disciplines, it's developing you into the person capable of doing and managing and handling and keeping the things that God is trying to do in your life. You know, a lot of times people pray things and they, they get discouraged and frustrated with God because they think that the only answer God is allowed to give is yes. I promise you, yes is not the only answer. God can give. God can also say no. He can also say not now. And sometimes the not now is saving you from so much trouble that you were about to get yourself in. The middle is about becoming the person capable of doing what you are called to do in the end. You see, what's actually happening in the middle is God is beginning to rid your life of people, places, and things that cannot go with you to the places that you're trying to go. The middle is about becoming the person capable of doing what you're called to do in the end, too. The middle is about the assignments that God has for you to do in this season. God said to Jeremiah, before I formed you, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. What this means is that purpose doesn't start when you one day make it. No, purpose... Purpose started the day that you were born. Purpose started even before that in your life. And that means God has assignments, missions, opportunities for you in the beginning of your journey, the middle of your journey, and the end of your journey. The middle is about the assignments that God has for you to do in this season. There's people in your middle season. There's people in your middle. There's people in your process. There's people in the season that you're trying to skip over right now whose life, soul, destiny, and eternity is attached to your obedience to the call and the middle that God has for your life. The middle is about the assignments that God has for you to do in this season. The temptation, however, is just to wait for the next season and to miss what God is trying to do in this one. It's to get so caught up in what God is going to do in the next season that you miss and you waste this one. And while the temptation is to be frustrated with God, I would dare to say that just like a good book, God cares too much about the story that he's trying to write through your life to let you skip the middle and get to the end. If you're not careful, you'll begin to ask God to let you skip rehearsal and go straight to the recital. But if you did that, you would mess up the whole show. You'd mess up what God was trying to do in your life because you tried to get there too fast, because you tried to skip the middle and get to the end. Listen, uh, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, like we shared, that the end of a thing is better than the beginning. But I would dare to say the middle of a thing is more important than the end because what you do during the middle determines what you get to do in the end. The middle is about becoming the person capable of doing what you are called to do in the end. The middle is about the assignments that God has for you to do in this season. And finally, the middle is about motives. It it, it tests you, it tries you, it stretches you, and it weeds out the inauthentic. The middle is about motives. It tests you, it tries you, it stretches you, and it it weeds out the inauthentic. You know, oftentimes people ask all the time, how do I know what path I'm supposed to take in my life? How, how do I know what, what path I'm supposed to take in, in school? How do I know what path I'm supposed to take? How do I know the direction I'm supposed to go in my life? Listen to me. I'm going to give you a huge tip. 
If you ever ask that question, I'm gonna give you a huge tip. You know, one of the best ways, the, the fastest ways, the most assured ways, the most guaranteed way to make sure, to make sure that you take the wrong path for your life is to choose a path on the merit that it looks good on somebody else. It's to choose a path because you saw the material rewards that it brought to somebody else's life. It's to choose a path because of how you think it will look on you simply in the eyes of others. The middle, it's about motives. It tests you, it tries you, it stretches you, it weeds out, it weeds out the inauthentic. Listen, you're not graced to do the things that I'm called to do. Listen to me, you are not graced to do the things that I'm called to do. It doesn't mean that you can't do them. It doesn't mean that you can't start down that path. It doesn't mean that you can't take a class or read a book about how I do what I do. You can do all of that, but because you're not graced to do it, what I make look easy will make you miserable and vice versa. Why? Because frustration sets in when operating against the design that God gave you. The middle is about motives that test you, tries you, stretches you. Why do you want the thing that you want? How bad do you want the thing that you want? It weeds, out, it weeds out the inauthentic. So what does this have to do with the middle? Everything. You see, those who start for the wrong reasons, yourself included, myself included, can fake it for a little, but eventually that fake it till you make it mentality and mindset, when it gets tough and it will, we won't be able to last. And I'm not trying to tell you that the true path God has for you is going to be easy. It won't be tough. That's not what I'm trying to tell you at all. It will be tough. It'll just be worth it. It'll be worth it enough to endure the pain. It'll be worth it enough to endure the trials. Worth it enough to endure till the end. The middle is about motives. It tests you, tries you, stretches you, and weeds out the inauthentic. But one of the problems with our generation, and this is, this is so, so, so important, one of the problems with our generation is that we look around and we see things happening so fast all around us in other people's lives that, that we get so caught up thinking about our speedometer and not our compass. We get so caught up in our speed and not our direction. But this is the problem. Is if we're going 100 miles per hour in the wrong direction, all that means that we're going to end up 100 miles from the place that God had called us to be because we were worried about our speedometer because somebody else was moving fast instead of our compass, instead of making sure that we were aimed right, moving in the right direction, even moving slow, but moving forward in the right direction day by day by day. We have so many people moving 100 miles per hour who are about to be in an hour, metaphorically, 100 miles from the place where they were supposed to be. So maybe you're like many people asking, are we there yet? I need you to know that the middle is about becoming the person capable of doing what you were called to do in the end. The middle is about the assignments God has for you to do in this season. The middle is about motives. It tests you, tries you, stretches you, and weeds out the end authentic. This was episode number 11 of the Purpose Game Podcast with Kyle Dindy, speaker and author of the Purpose Playbook, which you can get at shopkyledindy.com. Be sure to subscribe, follow me on Instagram at kyledindy, and visit kyledindy.com for booking and more information. I will see you next week. Purpose Game.